All right. What now that we're live, let's address the elephant in the room. June. Yeah. <laughs> June, go ahead. All right. For, I would like to propose a cheers to Haley. Uh, hey. I've been holding on to a glass uh, or bottle of chocolate wine that we have now cracked uh, in honor of Haley leaving us forever. We'll miss you. Uh, the way this may happen. That's cheers to to Haley. To cheers to Nemia Torment Copter. Uh, how we are going to address this in universe? Uh, we are determining it now, uh, but uh, I can guarantee this isn't going to be the last episode with Nemia, so nobody has to worry about that. And June, yeah. would you like to give us the recap? Okay, let me load it up. Join Nemia Torment Copter, Willoughby Burroughs, and Krakothus. Welcome to No Experience Necessary. Three intrepid warriors, transported far from their homes and pulled into a web of danger and intrigue, lay mere inches from death's literal and figurative door. The paladin Krakow, having enlisted himself in the city guard of the distant city of Branchfall, was forced by his code of honor to assist the city in tracking down and killing a malevolent horror deep beneath the city. With the help of the gentleman rogue Frederick, the brave adventurers were able to navigate the city sewers, which until recently had been home to the local thieves' guild. The powerful sorcerer Nemia provided much-needed firepower as the three made their way through a dank and twisted labyrinth. What they found was that something had burst out of the cathedral crypts and into the sewers. Upon entering the crypts, they first encountered a number of low-level undead, which were not at all taxing to our mighty heroes. But then something else appeared from the darkness, a force of pure hatred, much deadlier than anything they had ever faced. It took all of their strength to fell the creature, and the paladin Krakow has been gravely injured. As the dust settles, several questions remain to be answered. Most importantly, if the creature burst out of the crypts, what was it doing back inside of them? Mm. So, the three of you have just fought a, uh, a malevolent undead creature. I'm not sure if you identified them we or did. not. We yeah, did. Yeah, it was a revenant. Okay, so um, you're thinking <clears throat> back on uh, your revenant training. Krakow, how much do you remember about revenants? Do an, do an, I know nothing, no, but no, I will no. smile. No, you, you did the book report. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did the book report. Yeah. Yeah. So one of I you, just, I, I just want... edited the episode. I know that you were the one who had the knowledge. All right. <laughs> oh shit. Haley, if you would be so kind as to be bright. When the revenant's body is destroyed, its soul lingers. After 24 hours, the soul inha- <clears throat> inhabits and animates another corpse on the same plane of existence, and regains all of its hit points. While its soul is bodiless, a wish spell could be used to force the soul to go to the afterlife and not. So, basically, you know that you have 24 hours to either come up with a wish spell or solve the uh, the curse of the revenant. And I personally have some meta-knowledge. Uh, what a, bas- what a uh, revenant in actual real-world lore uh, is, it is a revenge spirit. Uh, it is only back until it uh, kills the person that it's after revenge for. So... Yes. Who knows how to do a who who knows how to do a wish spell? Um. Uh, well, I, I know how to wish, but 
not a spell. I don't think I have a wish spell in my, uh, my toolkit. Hang on. I had a thought. I'm going to double check that contract that I found in the Thieves Guild. Uh, it was to rob the man- a mansion uh, to find an amulet. Do I know if that would be uh, something to do with this or not? Um, yes, actually, that strikes you as a very good idea. Yes. So I'm just going to uh, double check that uh, contract, see if they have if there's any further particulars I might know. Uh, and I'm also going to roll uh, hmm, history or maybe insight uh, to see if it aligns with anything that the uh, uh, one-legged man uh, told me about the city. Uh, okay, so your insight basically tells of um, one of the ghost stories that he told you, like one of the old buildings that he pointed out, which you believe may well be the mansion in question. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a tale of betrayal between um, a merchant and a member of the cathedral. Okay. And basically, uh, the merchant and a member of the cathedral had an agreement and um, everyone believed that the merchant would betray the cathedral um, until the merchant was found murdered in his home. Mm. Um, and so, you know, of course, the church was untouchable and the investigation went absolutely nowhere. But there was a lot of rumors that, you know, there was more going on than, uh, than what met the eye. Okay. So, yeah, the, there's definitely some shenanigans. Um, Afoot. Yes. Right. Okay. I guess I relay that to you guys. So I found this thing that I was going to do without telling you, but it's now actually kind of uh, obvious that it might have something to do with all this Oh, stuff. Willie. You really? scolding word. Really? Yeah. Really? That's all you're going to scold with was really you scolding word. Hey, Willie, you're a douche. When did we agree that Willie was an appropriate name for me? Um, you don't choose your own nicknames. Your nickname's fine to you. This is your punishment. Okay. That's right, you're going to be named after a member. I, well, that doesn't really offend me. You're named after a member. Terror Copter. Torment Copter. Whatever. Yeah, but that's not my nickname. My no, your version. nickname is Nemi. Captain Farts. So, Captain Farts, Admiral Farts. <laughs> I outrank you. <laughs> I'm... You, you outrank me, but at the same time, by said acknowledging said name, it means we are confirming its existence. And also, you're, you, know, you are actually a captain. It. We just ignore it, and we just talk amongst each other as soon as Willie Wait, I, I, I changed that. You're actually a captain, so you're Captain Farts, uh, Cracko. Captain Cracko Farts. That makes you private first class so, Farts. how was your day? <laughs> I'm just going to hit him. That seems, that seems like it that, would be a That's how my day is? So I'm gonna hit him. As you're speaking, you cough up just a little bit of blood. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I I think uh, it's time for a little bit of healing. Okay, you go ahead and do that. I'm going to uh, do an investigation around the crypt and see if I can find a name that matches the name on my contract. All right, so the crypt is massive. Well, I'm not going to go that far, but I'm going to start looking around. Yeah, so... um, as you go farther and farther, you feel a something up ahead. Mm. Um, at first, it feels kind of uncomfortable and awkward. And then <clears throat> you you remember that you have this really awesome knife. And then the knife makes you feel really, really confident and really good. And so so the knife the knife actually makes you feel secure in the fact that you should keep going forward and that you should be 
looking for whatever it is up ahead that's that has the strange feeling. Mm. I feel I feel like using my clairvoyance spell might be good. I, I mean, mean, I could be wrong. No, that's, really, that's if you true. want to disagree, that's no, fine. that's true. Uh, you can cast clairvoyance. I'm going to still sneak around though. Uh, it does take you a minute to cast, so um, I'm going to start. I'm going to do a stealth roll here. Uh, that is uh, 18 uh, as I sneak around so that I'm not uh, provoking further undead. Do I have yeah. to roll to cast my spell? Um, you do. What am I rolling? Okay. I'm pulling it up for right now. So, yeah, 18 is a successful stealth. Uh, are you doing perception to see what is kind of lurking? Uh, perception uh, during my investigation, so yeah. Uh, okay. Well, perception is going to be... Z- uh, let's call that my... Yeah, I guess that has to be my perception. It's only going to be a six. Some days I'm really glad that I have spells. Um, So you are aware of at least one, maybe two undead shuffling around. There could be more than that. Um, You're more distracted by whatever it is up ahead. Okay, Uh, so I'm still sneaking about. Clairvoyance, uh, you actually can just... uh, cast it as an action uh it takes uh rather it takes 10 minutes for you to cast do you have low light vision uh no i don't okay so you are mostly feeling your way around like you can see the absolute faintest outline of stuff but the farther you go the darker it's getting Mm. and you're not going to be able to go too far without a light source Mm. or just completely going blind which again you know for a fact that there's undead down here so yeah probably not my best option then uh all right, I feel my way back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess uh, at that point, uh, clairvoyance, she can cast within a mile of her. Okay. Uh, she can uh, choose to either see or hear yeah. in a location that uh, uh, she's not been but is obvious. So, okay. I mean, considering we're in a catacomb, uh, yeah. there's not a lot. Like, you wouldn't be able to go very far with it. Yeah. Um, and again, both of you being sensitive to magic and evil in particular, yeah. um, you know that there's something up ahead. Nemia. Um, Nemia, sorry. Nemia feel very uncomfortable and just you don't like it here. Uh, it's definitely a very negative feeling. Uh, Krakow, it's full on uh, pants shitting evil. Like it's, it's something really, really dark and nasty. Like you, you know from personal experience that undead can show up around bodies, but usually not to the extent that you've seen. So, like, whatever it is is a powerful evil artifact. So, uh, yeah, so you you can feel kind of the general direction of this object. <clears throat> All right. I suppose um, heading that direction would be good. So do you want to use your clairvoyance? Or? Yes, yeah. I did. Okay. So, uh, I mean, it's dark. Does the clairvoyance allow her to see in the dark, or would it just be like a uh, I believe vision? it's her, her actual vision. Uh... It can be vision or hearing. Uh, It doesn't say, so I imagine it's whatever her vision is. Okay. Uh, Matt, what are you doing during this 10-minute period? I'm thinking I might make some light, but I'm going to wait until we know what we're looking for. Okay. Um, Are you doing any healing at all? Who else needs healing? I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm good. All right, then. Just just themselves. I've got 30 hit points (laughs) at the moment. Okay, cool. Um... Alright, so uh, the ten minute passes mostly without incident. Um, Frederick disappears for a little bit and then comes back. Um, Nemia, you get the spell already. 
Krakow, you do whatever healing you are doing. Um, I come back ten minutes later with the Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> that would like, be perfect. <laughs> hey, guys. What the... So, uh, Demia, go ahead and cast your spell. Okay, so I'm going to look just down yeah. the hallway, and I'm going to cast my clairvoyance. What is involved in casting a clairvoyance spell? I'm curious. Uh, it's, uh, it's pretty simple, I think. It's pretty simple. I say um, I'm doing it, then it happens. It's pretty much how it is goes. Is there, like, it takes 10 minutes to prepare, so I'm assuming there's, like, a ritual uh, something? It's, uh, just requires a, a focus, but what she has, uh, for her focus and her, okay. uh, spellcasting kit will be enough. Um, just okay. takes concentration up to 10 minutes. Gotcha. Um, kind okay. of almost like a meditation, I would say. Yeah. All right. Much. So yeah, you you meditate, you go over the various you know mystical uh, words of power, and you just focus on them more and more until eventually an image appears in your mind of a room uh, with stonework very similar to the stonework around you. It's a little bit more ornate. Uh, it seems to be a little bit older. Uh, there's definitely a lot more dust and such around the room. In the center of the room is a um, a metal cask we'll call it um covered in magical runes that have definitely started to erode and decay over time inside of the cask is a faintly glowing green orb you you'd, like the cask is opaque but you can see through it because of the spell mm-hmm. um and it's a it's a faintly growing glowing green orb much like the one that you have been asked by t- to find by the dragon mm-hmm. so it is you're pretty sure that it's the orb that you're looking for um, it is inside of a, you know, chained and magically sealed cask, but you're pretty sure you could open it without too much difficulty. Um, and it's about 200 meters. Um, okay. And the path is not necessarily straightforward, but you have a pretty good sense of how to get there. Okay, so fellow compatriots, what I am seeing is something kind of almost too straightforward, but it's a little locked to the side. It's not straight ahead of us. We kind of have the... There's a winding, yeah. There's a bit of a, a winding involved, but I, I kind of have a clear idea. I'm just going to, in my mind, I'm going to write it down mm-hmm. as to what it is while it's fresh in my mind. Um, let me tell you, it looks like some evil, evil shit. Cool. Like, I've got nothing better to explain it. It it almost then chills down my spine seeing everything there. So we're going to go to a room gonna be a casket thing we're gonna have to figure out how to break that bad boy open and i really don't know what's gonna happen once we open it okay i'm leaving what (laughs) uh yeah like you guys do do the mission but you're not coming no well first of all i don't have to but more (laughs) importantly uh Uh, so have to explain this to me well if i'm right do you have do you have something else pressing yeah. Like if, what? If I'm right about the entire thing, I can go do the rob that mansion, get that amulet. If it is the thing that's causing this whole big problem in the first place, I go grab it, break it up for you. No more problem. Okay, that sounds nice in theory, but from what I saw, I don't think that is going to be the be all and end all. I mean, are you just not wanting to be called Willie and just want to get away? Willie? Yes, but also, if you guys think really, really deep in your arcana and your history, tell me that I'm wrong about my theory. Roll some dice, guys, because this is how we'll determine whether or not I should go. Okay, what ro- <laughs> what dice are we rolling? Uh, probably arcana or history, right? To get an idea of whether I'm right. 
Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, this is this is you guys deciding this, so. Okay. Uh, you will make up your own rules. Uh, is it a twenty? Yeah. 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 Ready? I don't think I need a roll. Like, what you're saying is actually kind of okay. <laughs> Uh, I've got a nine for my... I've got my... a six, so I'm going to be swayed to believe you. Well, well my... sorry, are you talking my... like literally roll dice in the game? or are yeah, you No, no, we're... we're like I'm meta, talking, meta I, Like m- meta thing. Okay. Roll, roll some dice for like a history check or an arcana check or whatever. All right, so Haley rolled low enough that she is not <clears> quite <throat> sure what you're talking about. Mm. <laughs> um, Matt? I'm... For my own history, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna try and incite what he is saying against what you. Oh boy, a seventeen plus a two, so nineteen for a history. Uh, you definitely know that there's precedent for um, the hatred of a revenant being tied to certain artifacts. So <clears throat> him finding the artifact could definitely prove helpful in eliminating the revenant potentially. It's it's not it's not out of the realm of possibility. We do have twenty four hours. And how much do we know about this mansion and what whatnot? Like? Uh, what's on the paper is basically just a layout of the mansion and the target itself. There's a drawing of the amulet, which definitely appears to be magical in nature. Oh, what's it uh, look like? Does it match any of the things that we're looking for? Uh, <clears throat> no, you're looking for the cloak, the... The gem, but we don't know anything about the gem outside of it's the, it's the green gem. Yeah, well, the orb. Yeah. Uh, which Haley's pretty sure she's found, but she's not... Uh, did you, or did you say that to the people? Yeah, I, was, okay. I thought, I thought yeah. but I kind of blur, you know, blushed over it with, it looks really evil. I never gave any specifics as to why. And Yeah. So, the, so would you take and elaborate on that, or do I have to take and... Uh, you know, honestly, honestly, I'm going, I'm going kind of right now by the feels, okay? The feels, it feels scary as shit, and I'm a little afraid to unleash it, but I know we need to get it. So... Like from where we are right now with the cathedral and stuff, where's the mansion? Because like the we're if I go back out and up that ladder, yeah, I'm just outside the cathedral wall. Yeah, that's gonna be the rich part of town. Uh, the mansion is in that part of town. Uh, you're not too far at all. You could probably be at the mansion in under an hour. Um, if and that's and that's like assuming that you're fumbling through the streets. Like it's it's close enough that it would it wouldn't be ridiculously far at all. Um, well, I mean it's him so we know he's going to steal stuff while he's there so he's going to hustle (laughs) he's going to hustle to get in what are the chances that i'd be able to actually relay this information to the military of this place in order to get an actual legal search and seizure of this mansion Um, i could do that for you i mean a legal one where we don't actually have to break in you rich people typically don't get those things issued against them having i need your dragon you need my... Okay, I don't know how the dragon really feels about you. The Fine. dragon doesn't like you. <laughs> Fine. He but... needs your dragon. He can do that thing. The dragon's met your uh, people at the thing. Write a note. Send the dragon. We chill out for an hour. Take a break. Take a breather. And then they go do the thing. Are we forgetting the dragon doesn't really take orders? I assume that you have a rapport. But oh, yes. Me and the dragon have a rapport. I'm a food source. I'm assuming we climb up that ladder and there's city guards somewhere in the rich part of town. Hmm. Hmm. You make an excellent, excellent point. Yeah. All right. So, so go, up, go on up, Captain. Go find your people. 
<laughs> All right. There you go. Okay. Uh, roll a constitution check as you're climbing over. Boy, am I that tired? <laughs> That'll be a 15. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's uncomfortable, but it's fine. I do the do. Yeah. All right. Okay, so yeah, you find yourself, uh, what, what did we say? It was like not it, very far at all, like right next to the cathedral? It, well, it lets us out in an alley and yeah, the cathedral it, walls, uh, just like the next street over. Okay, yeah. So that's where you are. Uh, let me go back to my map of the town. Um, could, this part of town is definitely going to be city guards on almost every street, so it's not going to take you too long to find anyone at all. So you're in this back alley, and uh, you can see that uh, the alley itself um, has just like a few vagabonds lying around, which is unusual for a rich part of town, but it's under siege, so people yeah. are freaking everywhere. Uh, none of them are paying any attention to you whatsoever. They're just kind of doing their own thing. Most of them are eating or chatting or just staring off into space. I'm going to find a guard. And yeah. I am wearing Yes. A, a, yeah. Their, their military tabard. I, okay. Over my my stuff, <laughs> you so they're not gonna assume I'm just out of my mind. Yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna tell one of them to send for uh, the the head cleric, the person. Okay. Talk. So yeah, you you come across. He's just a, he's a guy. He's um, late twenties, and um, seems to be not necessarily local to the region, but still human. Um, and he is just staring off into space. There's stuff going on around him, nothing too crazy. People milling about, and you walk up to him, and he's like, oh my goodness, you look terrible. What? You stink. I'm sorry. Who- All right, yeah. I've just been through a bit. And I need you to send a message to uh, the head cleric and have her come here. Uh, can't you see I'm busy right now? This wasn't a suggestion. And I'm sorry, like, who are you exactly? I am Captain Thus. Look, Lizard Breath, um, I don't know who you think you are exactly, but I don't, I don't report to iguanas, so, um, <laughs> you can just go maybe have a bath or something and find someone who cares, alright? I'm, I'm, I'm working here, so. Oh, Boy, this guy's getting on my nerves. Oh, what can I do? Can I, am I nearby? Yes, you're here. All right, I'm, I'm gonna uh, sidle up to him. You know what? Like... I'm, I'm just gonna roll a persuasion. Of, I'm gonna just raise myself to my full height. Yeah. Sounds more like it's an intimidation. Likely. <laughs> yep, roll for it. Let's see what this yeah. is. Yeah. Oh. oh no, I'm rather hurt. Okay. I raise myself up and my back's like, oh, oh. Did I go up with him? That that's an yeah. open wound still. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he's just like. Just <laughs> okay. Look, old man, go okay. go bother someone else now. I'm, I need to get on with my day. It sounds like uh, sounds like something for me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, off you go. <laughs> um, so uh, this uh, standoffish sort of flirt person, I'm going to use. More of my persuasion to it's persuade like, very gently and maybe overly suggest some sort of sexual innuendo. Oh my goodness, you smell as bad as the lizard. <laughs> yeah, but I clean up pretty well. Roll persuasion minus five. <laughs> On the d20? On the yeah. d20, yeah. 
Uh, nat 20. <laughs> nat 20. Minus 5 plus 5. Your charisma? Oh, so 20. It's a nat 20. It works. Alright, so it turns out that this man has some certain uh, fetishes that he's like, you know. Uh, I think I think I'm actually going on break right about now. Um, and what do I you know, need? Uh, I know I know a place. No uh, place. It's really close. Yeah. And and what would you like to do at this place? Oh, you know, just, just get uh, to the point, please. Just <laughs> listen. You know, we could we could have a bite to eat. Uh, they have some really great wine there. And in, and in my mind, Nebby's like, I yeah. just don't have time for this. But um, and you know, if you want privacy, like they they do rent rooms by the hour. It's very convenient. Well, how about this? We go straight to the rooms. Yeah. We do our thing. Oh yeah. And then you go and report this information. Uh, yeah. Hey, lizard man, and he like slaps you on the shoulder, and it hurts a lot. And he's like, take over my shift for a while. I'm busy. And he takes off with Nebby. Necessary. No Experience Necessary is produced by Scudsworth.com. For full play sessions, listen to the official Scudsworth.com podcast, Everything is the Worst. No Experience Necessary. Please it's rate the Dungeon Field Podcast 5.0 if you feel like donating some money to this uh, performance. Featuring. Please look at our June Benny at RGM slash TEH. Yes, Garner. Use Nemia Torment's Patreon slash Test. Matt Allen as Crack of Foods. No experience necessary. It's based on Joshua Dunnellis and Dragons versus Five Point Burrows, aka Frederick Ramblebush. Music by Ben Sound. BenSound.com. And review our podcast track. And if you feel like donating some closing tracks by Kevin Performance, please look at our Patreon at Patreon feature slash TEA June Benyus is RDMD. That's Patreon. Haley Garniska is Nemia Tormic Company. Music by Ben Sound, Cracker Foods, BenSound.com, and Joshua Millening Tracks by Kevin McLeod. A closing track by Frederick Randall.